Sentire Media. You are listening to the Latavolamarche Radio Network. Hello, buongiorno, and welcome to today's podcast from Italy for the 26th of April, Tuesday. Ciao, tutti! We are a day, uh, the day after uh, Pasquetta, Luna di Pasqua, the uh, little Easter, Monday, and um, it's nice to have... Decompress. Mm-hmm. It's been. A, it was a crazy week. We didn't come. Uh, didn't do a podcast last week. Lots of cooking classes. Lots of preparations for Easter Sunday and Easter Monday. Yes. So this very special Easter podcast is just brought to you a day or two past Easter. So in a recap. Yes, we can um, think about the past Easter gone by and the Easter's of. Yesteryear. Yesteryear. (laughs) But it was a great uh, week. The weather was beautiful. Uh, We had a week full of cooking and planting and um, and topped off with a big lunch on Sunday. We took Easter Monday, Pasquetta, Luna di Pasqua, we took it off. We just did a small little lunch for a few people who were here. Um, And do you want to talk about what you've made on the menu? Oh my goodness. For Easter, we had tons of antipasti. Uh, A couple of the good ones were uh, torta salata di spinaci, a salt, a um, savory tart of spinach. Um, That was so good. Spinach and ricotta. You had really good. Yes, I was given on Friday as a gift a huge thing of fresh, fresh uh, sheep's milk ricotta. So I had to figure out how to use probably about two kilos of it. So I did um, a dessert on uh, Friday night of just fresh ricotta that I made into little shapes, little kind of ovals, with a little bit of this um, liquor called Alchemist, which is a red liquor that has kind of an anise, not a strong anise taste, but a a faint, uh, it does taste of anise. They use it in Zuppinglese, or on the Castagnole of uh, Fat Tuesday of... of, um, what am I thinking? What's the Carnival. Sh- Carnival, thank you. Jeez, I just drew a blank. Um, which is really good, and a little sugar over that. So it's just the ricotta, this alchemist, and sugar, and it's delicious. It reminds me of like a kind of like pumpkin pie I taste. I think so too. I like to not. I like to not tell people what I think, and then say. Okay, now try it. What do you think? And then I stare at them really hard, and it makes it awkward. <laughs> and I say, they say, uh, I don't know, cheese. And I'm like, no, keep guessing. <laughs> like, force it on them to taste pumpkin pie. But it's really bizarre because it's so bright, kind of fluorescent, neon, pinkish, red, orange, that you're not thinking pumpkin you just, pie. Uh, you just described it in three different colors. Well, it's like a fluorescent... Fluorescent red. pinkish red orange. Well, I guess not so much orange. No, it's red, and then on the on the cheese, it turns kind of pinky. Yeah. Anyway, um, also you can serve the um, cheese if you can't find alchemist. You can serve the ricotta with a little bit of toasted walnuts and a, uh, thin slices of pear and a drizzle of good honey, and that's delicious too. But with this tart, you just did it with the. Uh, um... For the tart, I did it with uh, a little parmesan, a l- one egg. Uh, and a bunch of sp- and a, a whole lot of spinach because <laughs> you you we uh, you blanch the spinach first and then you squeeze out all the water so a whole crate of spinach cooks down to maybe a big softball. Oh, and it was so good! Delicious. The flaky pie crust recipe, and it's just delicious. Was there strudel in the dough? 
Of course. It's nothing but pork fat flour, salt, and enough, yeah, and an egg. It's delicious. Uh, what else did I do that was good? Oh, the uh, blessed eggs, Wolva Soto Benedetto. Uh, you must serve blessed eggs that we took and had uh, got blessed. Um, hard boiled with the salsa verde. We talked about it before. It's a and I put it. I just put that recipe up on the blog. Okay, so you can go to the blog, latavolamarque.blogspot.com. Uh, it's a great recipe to use with all those um, dyed Easter eggs you have lying around the house now. Yep. And we got to dye Easter eggs with some of um, I know. some of the guests had little girls that were about four or five, and they they dyed Easter eggs and they hunted for them. But they were so flustered because they couldn't find white eggs because yes. all the eggs here are brown at our house, at the, the market. market, everywhere. And they were like, "How are we going to dye the eggs?" But they still came out really nice. It was cute, and they had a little Easter egg hunt in the front yard for the girls. Yep. It was great. And then Easter Sunday for lunch, we served, of course, capoletti and bro. Little hats, uh, little pasta pastas. They're the shape of tortellini, but smaller, filled with a um, veal and pork filling in broth, in a uh, chicken beef broth, clear broth. And then for primo, that is primo. Sorry. And then for secundo, lamb, of course, and yellow. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. It was delicious. And then I served and a ricotta. And then I served a. There was ricotta everywhere. I had to use ricotta this weekend. I served a ricotta. 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 I, I, I served a ricotta uh, uh, cake tart with some with uh, jam, which was delicious as well. It was all so good. It was all delicious. It was. Um, Wait, when you were talking... Oh, yes? No, go ahead, please. No, I was just thinking that when you were seeing how busy you were with the cooking classes and then started talking about the food, um, the soup you made was so good for the soups class when you did the tomato soup. Oh, well, that one, we that's a summer one, and I'll post that. Uh, the um, Papa al Pomodoro, it's oh. a tomato soup with little roasted cherry tomatoes and then you use bread old stale bread to thicken it but the one for right now is the ribolita i know the but that it's like i guess i was just craving tomatoes and didn't know it the tomato soup came out that came out so good it was good but wait for wait for summer it'll be even better when the, i know when the when i don't have to i well a guest wanted to make soups so i said okay great I, we made a ribolita we made a farro and a porcini and um what else do i put in there Asparagus soup for like fall spring because of uh, the the uh, asparaguses for spring and uh, porcini come in uh, they're the end of May um, and then the, I also wanted to do a summer soup so we did Papa Al Pomodoro because they didn't want meat right? no they didn't want to do meat and um, I said great but the only problem is you can't find fresh basil at this time so I had to go and take my basil <laughs> in pots from the gar- the little starters. That I, I had so nice. but we'll it, have to start more. But we'll have to start more. But well, it, it came out so good. It came out really good. Sorry, I was just <laughs> thinking about <laughs> No, but let's stay on the Easter. Let's stay on Easter Sorry. because we have to uh we have to insert our little uh interview. Alright, so should we do that now? Yeah, let's talk about it. Introduce it. Alright, so we have um an interview with our friends Giorgio and Michele and um a little bit about the Easter traditions of our area. Yes. Enjoy. What are your family traditions for Easter? For Easter? Uh-huh. How do you say Easter in Italian? Mm. The, in Italian, there's a, a, a little uh, a phrase mm-hmm. about uh, Easter, about the, the, f- the festivity. Mm-hmm. Christmas with the yours. Mm-hmm. 
and he's there uh, whenever you are. Whenever you are. With, 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 uh, with, uh, uh, with all, all other people. Uh, with, uh, ah, with you one. With okay. one. So say it in Italian. What's, this, what's the phrase? Natale con i tuoi. Pasqua con chi vuoi. Okay. <laughs> so you don't. So you could go out with friends, or uh, it doesn't have to be just your family for Easter. Yes, this for is Prons. for the. Um, Lunedì Pasqua. Uh, yes, Lunedì Pasqua. Uh, Easter Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, we came out uh, outside. Uh, we have a picnic with with, fr- with friends. Uh, just a day of fun with friends. Or with, not. Or not with tourism. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's two days of eating too much. Yeah. Pasqua and Luna di Pasqua. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, here in Italy, uh, where uh, the Catholic religion uh-huh. is uh, uh, so. What? Uh, f- 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 it's embedded. It's deeply. Yeah. 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 Uh, we have uh, the three days of passion of, of Jesus Christ on. Uh, Good Friday. Uh, Good Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, on Saturday we go to the sepulchre. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, on the on the Friday, every every church uh, closed down, mm-hmm. closed, and uh, all all the flowers, all the lights yes. go away. Yes, and uh, uh, only the church is open uh, on. Uh, uh, Saturday afternoon for a, a big mass, mm-hmm. but uh, mm, not too many people go to this big mass. And uh, to the uh, on the evening, mm-hmm. the church are open to replace the sepulchre, the sepulchre. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so on Sunday we we go to a big mass of. Of uh, Easter, mm-hmm. Easter, but uh, never before we have a, a great uh, uh, breakfast uh, with our family with eggs, yes, and uh, lom- lombetto, uh, cheese, or crescia di Pasqua, mm-hmm. and uh, make uh, some salmone fumicato. No, 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 no. no, no. All. Uh, no fish, all uh, carne. Oh, okay. Meat. Only meat. Be- meat. Only meat. Yeah. But the 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 eggs are boiled and they're blessed. What was so do Benedetto? Yes. Yes. That yes. is so special that I had only heard here. No. Yes, that we were told that. Oh, did the priest come and give you a benediction at your yeah. house? And yeah. I thought, what? Yeah. He will yeah. come to your house and he will bless your house and yeah. your eggs. Yeah, it's a tradition. Yeah. It's a tradition. That's incredible. And, uh, he makes house calls. Another tradition is a, a funny, funny um, play mm-hmm. with eggs boiled. So you can take your boiled eggs on egg on your uh, on your hand, mm-hmm. and uh, your friend. Uh, Take with our with with uh, his hag on your hag and uh, one the hag that uh, don't bro the who, who don't bro, bro, don't break the hag. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if uh, if your break if your egg get break, I win your egg. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. it's called tocho. Tocho. <laughs> it's, it's like the sound when uh, uh, when the two eggs uh, crash together. And do you go on an Easter egg hunt? 
That's American. <laughs> no. Where no. they they hide in America, they will hide for children. They will hide eggs in the house or and, outside or outside, and the children must. Ah, uh, you, you have to. Uh, children have to find it. Both. Yes, Both. and, and who, you get a prize. Uh, okay. Who finds the Some, egg? No. Sometimes no, no. it is we, we plastic. Sometimes they are plastic eggs or chocolate eggs or real eggs or mm. eggs we, we with money. We just give uh, chocolate eggs uh, with, well, yeah, to the children. <laughs> yeah, just like this. This, this is your uh, oh, present. Another beautiful tradition that I love here are the giant eggs in chocolate. Yeah. That we is do, not in America. That, we do not have oh. that in America. No. no. They might have a big bunny, a but rabbit. maybe yeah. it is uh, only how big is this? Chocolate bunny. Yeah. Yes. Hollow, like the egg too. But the eggs here can help me It could be size. five kilos. Yeah. It could be yeah. ten kilos. Yes, they're yes, they're yes. gigantic. They're gigantic. Yeah. And sometimes they're hand-painted. Yep. Yeah. So do you and, always uh, get an egg? Do you always get no, one? No. No, uh, no. Uh, when it was children. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now I uh, give uh, egg, chocolate eggs to my... Uh, Nephew. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but but you can win uh, some of the of those big eggs to the bar because the bar yes. um, set up a lottery. Set up a lottery. Oh, yeah. That's what the numbers were. Yes. 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 Okay. There's, okay. there's a table. Yes. You I pay two euros in the number you want. Yeah. And uh, and you five euro or whatever. So two euros. Two euros. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever bar uh, wants. Okay. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can uh, win uh, this. Huge egg chocolate. <laughs> and most of the time, the eggs have prizes inside of them. Yes. Yes, like... It, always. Always. <laughs> so for for small children, it could be uh, uh, Simpsons something or... or a toy. A toy. A toy. A little toy. 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 toy, yeah. And for adults, there could be... You can a win watch. a no. watch or a... It's not the prizes are, uh, are always yeah. poor. Uh, yes. Never but great. some Maybe. on the outside, they say you can... Win a, a, a boat, boat or a, a, a very big television, <laughs> but it's not—it's never true. No, 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 no. Maybe in in a, in a big lottery in the in the big city, maybe, maybe, but not 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 uh, not in Piyabu. Not, not in Piyabu. Or if you want, you can uh, uh, bring um, a chocolate eggs uh-huh. and uh, bring to the to the bakery chocolatery. Mm-hmm. And uh, say to the uh, to the put put inside uh, put your inside your uh, this, your uh, gift this oh. gift for my oh. children or for, or for my wife. So That's they will nice. make one. They'll nice. make an egg for you for yourself, and you could put whatever, yeah, whatever you want yeah. inside yeah. for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you can uh, give it uh, yeah. to interesting. Whatever you want. Interesting. And uh, uh, in uh, maybe no, I'm sure all <laughs> family in Piobico. The day of Easter, the Sunday, hit Capelletti in Brodo. Oh, okay. Yes, hit Capelletti in Brodo. And Lamb. And for the Capelletti in Brodo for Easter, is it the same stuffing as you would have for Christmas? For Christmas, uh, yes, yes. not for Christmas Eve, for Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah. Okay. For the dinner of Christmas Day. So you have it on Jesus' birth and his resurrection. What? So you eat Capoletti and Brodo for the day that Jesus is born? Yeah. And the day that Jesus yeah. is resurrected? Yeah. That is nice. Always.
And there you go. Georgie, thank you very much to Giorgio Michele for being part of our podcast. Yes, the uh, interview list is growing. We're working on some other upcoming interviews as well. That'll be kind of cool. Yeah. So coming up this week, today is today's Tuesday. We have... Uh, Poor Kennedy. Poor Kennedy. We <laughs> went into town, ran some errands. This morning we were woken up. Uh, we have to... There, there's a big rainstorm on the way, so we want to get the rose in the garden. And this, side note, this is the first morning in like a week and a half that there's been no guests for breakfast. So normally we're up at like 6.45. But today I thought, oh, we could sleep until almost 8 or at least just kind of uh, lay there. Lay there. And Jason kept saying, should we get up? And I was like, no, we don't have breakfast. Smash cut. Smash cut to <laughs> seven ten when we hear the dog, uh, Dr. Dodgy's <laughs> dog, Tom, Toma, Tome, barking. And um, he had our neighbor, uh, Basilio, with the tractor here to put the rose in the garden, which is fine. Totally cool. Totally cool. But yesterday morning, he was over <laughs> here starting to do it by hand. And I knew that Basilio was coming this morning. I said, why are you? I think the doctor was just bored. He had nothing to do before lunch. So he came over and he's doing some of the. I'm like, Jason, why is he out there doing this by hand? And I, I said, I have no idea. I don't know. I have stuff to do. And the. Um, Tractor's going to do it all in 15 minutes tomorrow, so there's no sense in going down there and doing it. Well, 15 minutes was a little bit longer. 15 actually. minutes was a little <laughs> bit longer. At the end, at the back of our garden, there's a place where the water, uh, the underground sulfur river comes up to the water ground level. So it's always muddy. And the, it's kind of cool. It, no, it's not cool. It, it's, it's horrible. I hate it. Oh. Why is it cool? Like earth. <laughs> Science stuff. Like anyway, it's just kind of anyway. Uh, Basilio, who was kind enough to bring his tractor over, goes to cross this little what is like a un, like a soft spot about six feet wide that goes from the last third of my, the, my garden to the back of it, and he goes to put go drive the tractor through to get to the other side, and the tractor gets stuck in the mud, like stuck up to the middle, to like high centered in the mud because. We kept trying to go back and forth and back and forth, and it just dug deeper and deeper and deeper. I know his wheels were like halfway in the mud. He was high, like it was touch. It, it had the wheels up. The wheels were just spinning. Uh-huh. There was nothing going on. So, um, luckily, they were coming and picking up the steamroller from the the driveway that they just finished. So we asked the guys if they could be kind enough to use the crane and unload the little uh, bobcat so he could come and pull the tractor out of the mud. It was kind of funny to see the bobcat like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, like, kind of easily just flowing across the um, garden, the big uh, rutted out field, to get to you guys, to pull you out. It was kind of like the little um, tugboat or something. (laughs) Well, we hooked up the chains and pulled out the... um, Pulled out the tractor, no problem, and then we all had coffee, but a lot going on before uh, 7.45 this morning. I have to say, it's funny because the doctor cannot drive the tractor. He's not allowed no, to I drive the tractor. No, I noticed that, that his friend Basilio does not let the doctor drive the tractor. Who is so bossy and stuff, so you can tell it's driving him crazy. He walks alongside of it, like, uh, any, any, you know, anytime you want now, I can take the reins if you want. I got this. <laughs> But Looking we, for a tag team or something. Yeah, but we really have great neighbors, and I couldn't believe that 
everything was just right there to help us get it out. I know. But I did see online of this tractor that they took a big pole, like an uh, eight-foot pole, and uh, lashed it to the wheels of the tractor so that a good foot and a half or two feet of the pole was sticking out of the wheel on either side. This was a tractor that was stuck in the mud? Yeah, a tractor that was stuck in the mud. And then you use the the pole, uh, you... you, you Start going on the tractor, and the pole kind of lifts the back end up, and then puts it down again. That was really that cool. was really cool. I was going to tell. I was gonna, that was my next suggestion if the bobcat <laughs> wasn't there. How are you going to say that in Italian? I could figure. I could tell them. They they would think it was a great idea. I'm sure they would. And like you said, the um, road got fixed. Our stradino, our driveway, which oh, looks great. It looks so much better. He cleaned it all out. The entrance is nice and smooth. So if you're coming here this summer, I beg of uh, you. Ah, attention. First gear, nice and slow up the driveway. No need to gas it hard. Don't want to spin the tires. Just nice and slow. It'll do it. No problem. Yes. The countdown for Mr. Foghorn Leghorn Rooster is... Not to ch- not to change the subject of that segue. <laughs> there was not. <laughs> nice segue. Thank you. Um... Excuse me. Go ahead. The countdown for the chicken, our rooster, the rooster who keeps attacking me. The countdown is on. My brother is coming the first week of May, and he says he wants to kill a chicken, and I know just the chicken who needs to die. Yes, however, he's been so good with the new hens, he is. So, he hates you with a passion and a vengeance, and you light a fire in his eye that he chases you across Only the me. Field. Only you. It's wild. However, he's so good with the hens, and you hear him <laughs> making this funny noises to tell the ladies, oh, come on over. This is good eats right here. And he's trying to wrangle them up so well and keep them on track and come up closer to the house and... Oh my god. He does do good with all the new hens we I have. I know. Because the new hens, Holy I crap. forget how stupid they are. They drive me crazy. We're trying to let them out, but that <sighs> causes nothing but problems. <laughs> to put them away at night has been exhausting, to say the least. One of the first nights was easy. Then, like, the next night took us, like, two and a half hours. We're both sweaty. We're cursing at each other. We're both stuck in the brush. It is, like... Unbelievable to get five freaking chickens back in the coop that, while keeping the other ones in, trying to shoo the other in. Then there was one left at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We left her. Then it was like, all right, half an hour, an hour later, we'll go back down and try to get her. Nope. She just goes oh, back into God. the brush. But they're getting better. Last night, we let them out. and But we, no chicken left behind. No chicken left behind. We Every put them all them. back away. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot easier this time. Well, I'm trying to really... Get my method down of, I'm trying to teach them to lay in their coop all in the same place so they don't lay down in the brush and whatnot. That's part of the idea of keeping them inside for a week. And then the other thing is I'm trying to use my bucket to really clang and clang when I come down and tell them, come and get it. You know, come on, come on. So they really recognize my voice and the the clanging noise to come get food. And Mm -hmm. that's a good thing because the young ones are still scared of me. So they see me and they just take off running. I don't know. They're so stupid. It's all right. Well, well I'm glad we didn't let them out today, though, because it's kind of like stormy, and I'm sure we'd get a lost one. I think so, too. Because the young ones, they just kind of hunker down. Well, they just don't know the program yet. They kind of get scared and run get in circles. with the program! <laughs> <laughs> and the older ones aren't pecking too much at them. No, not They kind of slow down. They still eat first. 
And they're not, and the new ones aren't allowed to sleep in the coop. They sleep in the... Do you think that is true for the whole night, or just early on? I have no idea. Have you gone down at night? Yes, I go down every night and check (laughs) check it all out. Not at all. Um, a couple things. Last night we were out of, we had no bread because I miscalculated a little bit. So I ended up, um, making bread. I've been making, I've made bread for the last three or four days in a row now. Well, you did it when the pizza was up. up yeah. I had extra pizza dough for, uh, we were doing a pizza class. So I just mixed, uh, to regular pizza, pizza dough. I mixed in a, cu- a couple spoonfuls of brown sugar, a little cinnamon, nuts, and raisins, and just kneaded it in. It was and and instead of uh, rising it in pizza rat balls, I uh, let it rise in a loaf. It was delicious. Great way to use the extra dough. And then I made um, what else did I make? Then I you ma- made the whole wheat bread. And then I made whole wheat bread. And today I'm making focaccia. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Well, the it- whole wheat bread came out so good. That was in the regular kitchen oven, by the way. And the one that was in the the loaf pan had a fantastic crunch. Yes, whole wheat bread. Here's the whole recipe. Super easy. You, you just ready? made it up. I know. You ready? Super easy. Get a, gl- a water glass. I don't know, six ounce water glass. For one packet of yeast, take two glasses of uh, water. Take two glass at a glass and a half of milk. Heat that up to tepid. Pour it in a bowl. Take uh, I don't know, a couple spoonfuls of honey, one spoonful of molasses. And mix that up with one packet of yeast and let it, you know, give it five minutes to come together. And then I took, I don't know, two or three handfuls of, I guess it was half and half. It was half wheat, whole wheat flour, half regular bread flour. And that was it. A pinch of salt. I kneaded it, let it rise, punched it down, uh, formed it into uh, one. I did a test. I did one as a free-form loaf and I did one in a loaf pan. And I think the loaf pan came out better. I loved it. It had such a nice crunch. I was putting making P and G's. Well, first of all, just butter. Yeah. <laughs> but very easy. And I know it's easy because we're home all day and we're around and we can, you know, I have ta- futz with it. Yeah, I have time to futz with it. But man, fresh bread is absolutely delicious every single oh my day. God, I could and that. because the bread in our area is absolutely horrible. If- Only for bruschetta or crostini it is good yes here we have no salt in our bread and the texture of it is just very dry and like crumbly and so for penny brustolito with just like a little garlic rubbed on salt and olive oil it's fine delicious anything want to make a sandwich out of it horrible peanut butter and jelly no thank you it's gross so, with the focaccia, what are, we're going to put, smash in some tomatoes? I haven't decided yet. Maybe I'll just do some rosemary and some roasted garlic, or maybe I'll sm- cut some cherry tomatoes in half and push them in. Why don't we do it in three strips and do, like, a strip of rosemary and garlic, a strip of tomato, and a strip of onion? Oh, maybe we can make, like, the meat lover's stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> And we could stuff the crust with six different types of cheese. Only if it comes dipping sauces. Yes, yes. Pizzone. <laughs> no, get out of here. We're all what? Gonna, I'm either going to do... I'm either going to do a little bit of sautéed onion and some rosemary and salt. I still have ricotta. Maybe I can put some ricotta oh on it. Who am I kidding? I'll eat any and all of I know. What's, what's, <laughs> you're getting too complicated. You're getting too complicated. What else is going on this week? Oh, I got a bunch of... I started the flowers. More of the flowers for the windowsills. Yes, Ashley things. got a beautiful jasmine that'll climb. Oh, it looks so good. Um, what else did we get? It's something Tum- called like a 
bouillon bleu. I don't even know. I have no idea about flower names. But it's uh, the purpley fuchsia one that will climb up the side by the kitchen wall, too. Yep. And also for the window boxes and a few of the... Um, the red ones. What are they called? The um, geranium. Gerani. I. Uh, it's too cold though. We still have. We left them in pots because I'm afraid to plant them, and then it rains. I know. And but the geraniums hate the rain. The, it does. We opened our compost heap that we've been oh dumping and dumping God. and dumping onto for the we last three this, years. Yeah, we did this. Off, this was like the first project, project we, we did. did. We made a this big compost. And she's like, what? You're making such a big deal about it. Like, your grandchildren will see it or something. Because <laughs> I was like, you guys, we built this together. <laughs> anyway, we filled it up, and then we just left it all last year because it was filled. We but didn't we know didn't what to do build it. it right to begin with, by the way. Well, we should have done two of them. Or, and like, whole pass, like, ways for the air to pass No, through. no, no. That's only if you wanted to... Kind turn. of speed up. You that oh. speeds the process up. We just oh. left our. our well, that's we never ours. turned it. No, we never turned it. We just kept dumping food scraps and and compost material on and it. And in fact, the joke became like, "Oh, you're gonna have to go out and turn the compost pile because it was just like this is gonna be the worst job ever." And now, um, after three and a half years, we have a ton of beautiful black compost. Incredible. So all, I'm, I mean, I'm sure if you turned it and aired it out and blah, 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 it would happen faster, but nature will do its thing. It's great. I'm going to post pictures and a new blog post about it because everyone should be composting. I'm going to really use it for the flowers this year, too, because you got the good fertilizer for the the orto. Yeah, we put the cow poop And, like, this, this would definitely not be enough for you. No, no, no. Use Not it for your flowers, close. and we can use it for the basil. They're going to love it. They will. It'll be great. Uh, coming up in the next couple weeks. Some festivals. Yes, festival season is here upon us. Yes, Primo Maggio, the 1st of May. There's um, quite a few festivals going on. Our top two, just to bring up, because they're the closest, uh, and what is on the top of our head, <laughs> is Piovico in Rock. And there's also a motorcycle fest going on in Piovico that day, too. So bring your motorcycles and get ready to rock and roll. Yep, we got, last year they had the very funny, hilarious comedian Dido who made fun of the Italian kids with their spiky hair and their pants that don't cover their bottoms. Uh, he was like such a nerd. What? Oh, well, well, that's what he was making fun of. I and know. his his, uh, his promotional poster was hysterical. It was him in this crazy loud jacket showing you that nothing's up his sleeve. Ah. Yes. Well, this year it's all rock, all rock. Yes. Piobico in rock is a combination motorcycle gathering and a rock and roll show that if there's even an inkling of rain, will be totally washed out. Which is really not. sad. I hope it doesn't rain. I want to go this year if we can. I, I do, do too. I'm, ready to, I'm just ready to rock and roll. Okay, but it was really sad that the the Polenta Festival kind of got washed out last mm-hmm. year. And it's just so sad when all this is all this is planned and prepared and and uh, you know ready to go, and then if there's a little bit of rain and everyone runs for the cover and does not come back, even though the rain passes for. You know, the rain will pass in 45 minutes and be done. Nope. Nope. Well, and the Festa della Rana. The Festa della Rana, that is the Frog Festival in Fermignano, which yep. you posted a blog post about it a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And so that will be... Um, Primo, the first, the first week, the first day of May. Uh-huh. And I think the first weekend of May. I need to double check. It is the first of May. 
Oh, it is? Yeah. So then also, Kali, the so, Distinti Salumi. They canceled But them. I thought, I re- you said that, and then I swear I read something on Facebook afterwards that it was going on. I, there's a salami festival put on by Slow Food in a nearby town of Kali every year called Distinti Salumi. And uh, you can look it up online. They've done it for, I don't know, 10 or 12 years. It is like my favorite sample fest. It is. Tons of samples. (laughs) Salami from all over Italy. Um, Which is really cool. They've got different booths for, yeah, all regions of Italy, all different kinds of meats and cured meat products and pork products and and lard. Yeah, put on by Soulphone. And that's a really good, um, it's a really, really good... Representation? Yeah. I think it's a good festival. Um, I heard, I read in the paper and talked about it at the barbershop, because you know everything they talk about at the barbershop is true. Gospel. Um, that they canceled <laughs> it because the businesses didn't like that other, you know, these other booths come and open up and sell food and sell sell things. But my thing is, there's thousands of people at this. There's That's crazy. Everyone can get a little taste of it. You're, they're bringing <laughs> thousands of people to Cali that would never come to Cali before, that... Come on, market yourself a little restaurants and you can get the people that are walking by your restaurant. I know, it's a win-win. It is, but we'll see. So you so you heard that it's on? I heard that it was on and you had just had read this right after you said it wasn't. So then I was trying to see dates and stuff and I couldn't find anything. But we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. I'd love to go, but I guess we... I don't know. Um. And next week... Um, wine. Next week, we get to go, we're going to rent a huge, not a huge van, but we're going to rent a van because we need to get several hundred liters of wine. Should we bring the computer and do an interview with maybe one of the vineyards or something? If you want to, we can. We could try. Mm -hmm. No promises. (laughs) We're going to get six different types of vino sluso. Wait, do any of them speak English? Uh, the ladies do. The The ladies ladies at the, uh, Sounds amazing. Six different types of sfuso. You ready? List them off. Bianco. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Bianco. Okay. Verdicchio. Yeah. D.O.C. And Verdicchio Chardonnay. And? For Bianco? Don't we get a Bianchello usually? That's the end. Well, yeah, yeah. Bianchello. Okay. And then Rosso? Then Rosso. We have Rosso Piceno. Then we have a Rosso that is Montepulciano. And then we have our Lacrima. And we'll get those six wines, Spuso or Luce. We'll fill up 54-liter Demijohns. We'll rent a big van so we can get several hundred of them instead of ma- several hundred liters instead of making two or three trips oh with our little car. And we'll take my brother to the wine country. He'll be here next week. I know. And then we'll have to put him to work helping me fill all the bottles. It's going to be Fill all the bottles. Time. we got to get the pool, start thinking about the pool. i got to bust out the... Hose for the, the big, huge hose to fill the cisterns up for the garden. Oh my goodness, it is here. And it's raining. And it is raining, and I have to go clean a bathroom. I know. Is it time to wrap it up? It's time to wrap it up. Bring it home, give out our information. Alright, sorry if it was a little late this week, but better late than never, and we'll get one in the can for you for next week early on, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you can, um, this is Jason and Ashley from Podcast from Italy, and you can find us at La Tavola Marche Agriturismo and Cooking School, our farm in and cooking school here in La Marche. Our website is latavolamarche.com. You can find us on Facebook at La Tavola Marche Agriturismo and Cooking School. You can find us on Twitter at La Tavola Marche, and you spell La Tavola Marche L-A- T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E dot com. And thank you guys so much for downloading us and uh, adding comments on 
Facebook and retweeting us and all of those things. It really helps our status. Yeah, yeah. So if you enjoy the podcast, when you go to uh, get it on <laughs> iTunes, if you could just um, either give it a rating or leave a comment, that'd be great. Any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover, um, please email us. Email us. You already gave out our... Yeah, I thought you said podcast, and I thought that sounded good. You're fat. <laughs> Thank you very, very much for listening, and we will talk to you again next week. And a little late, but we hope you had a buona Pasqua. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> buona Pasqua. Ciao. Buongiorno. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com. That's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com and find out how to submit your show.